Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Real Richie Podcast. So today I got a guy that's an expert on the mic, so we don't have to worry about him messing up on this. Um, Hip hop artist, and with a couple new, well, a new album that just came out and a couple new songs, which we're gonna get to see a premiere on this show, which I'm pretty excited. Definitely. And um, welcome, Farshad. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming out, man. So you've done a few of these, you're saying? For sure, for sure. Oh. Yeah, Victoria's not gonna like that movement of that page, but yeah, <laughs> that's okay. So I just like to shoot the shit on the podcast, just talk about your life, how you became an artist, and cool. I just want to know more about you. Great man, happy to be here and let you so, know. So you make hip hop. You got your first uh, EP dropped uh, six months ago. About that, yeah. 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 Catching fire. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I kind of rebranded in this new year to a, to a new moniker, new name, something that fits a little closer to home. But uh, previously, I was operating under a different name, and that's where I had released uh, the project Catching Fire under the artist name Sire. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's available on all platforms. Be sure to check that out. Yeah, I really like that album. My my favorite song was uh, On My Plate, because I can relate to that. Awesome. Man. Yeah, I, I really love that song. Yeah, I had a lot of fun recording that one. It was honestly like a one take. It really just kind of came to mind real quick, laid it down, and just kind of took it from there. So when you're recording a song, you like you have a, obviously, it's an emotion. Of course. Right? That's where like I feel like it always starts. Yeah. Like, what's what's your process? So the process kind of changes song to song and kind of depending on my vibe. Mm-hmm. Often, I mean, I'll do a lot of references. Even if I'm in the car and an idea comes to mind, I'll just kind of do a voice memo on my phone based on just That's a basic what... melody. And I just kind of build off that. So where do the, where, is there times that they normally come to mind more often, like a melody or like a, a line or a thought? Are you listening to another song you think of something or are you... Honestly, it's funny because a lot of artists talk about musical influences. I feel like I'm more influenced by everyday life. So whether I'm driving the car and I got my window open and I just hear like sounds, maybe beeping horns, people screaming, things of that nature. And it just kind of starts to spark ideas for me. Really? And yeah, it's just kind of the way it works, man. So a lot of times, I mean, it's cliche to say, but I feel like the songs almost write themselves sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's that's a sign of a real artist, right? Being able to do that because... Like, honestly, I tried sometimes to just cool. to play around with it, you know, but cool. me, it take like, I can't, it doesn't come naturally at all. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it, like, it's just for fun. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's kind of where it all started for yeah. me, man. Just passion, like any endeavor, right? I mean, you just got to build that passion and get better at it. No one's an expert at anything, right? How old were you when you started to fall in love with the art of it? Yeah. Because uh, everyone so, likes music, right? Of course. And I mean, then, well, where would you realize that this was like a career yeah, so I would say I started to dabble more like seriously when I was in high school, uh, probably later years in high school, because in the earlier years, I was a pretty busy in, in sports. I played competitive sports growing nice. up. So, Which ones? Uh, uh, hockey primarily, yeah, nice. all the way up to junior A. So yeah, so basically through that, I just like I had I had friends and family members, my brother, who's a Jay Cord, who's I do a lot of music with. He's a he's a musical partner of mine. Blood brother or just like blood brother, brother, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, biological yeah. brother. Nice, nice. And another brother, uh, Ruben, who's not biological. So we all grew up together in Timmins, Ontario. Yeah, yeah. And I mean there's as you may know, there's not a lot to do in Timmins. So we just kinda kept busy, built a studio in my basement in my family's home. 
uh, pretty nice studio in fact and that's where we really tried to uh, kind of take it more seriously and then we all moved off to uh, Ottawa for college and university and things just kind of got more serious at that point so nice, shows man. interviews you, and all were, that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Were, you, were you always in the hip-hop or um, where did you start off with like something else and then it like evolved into that so for me, I mean, I've always had a passion for hip hop. Uh, it's just kind of what kind of fit with uh, being a, a young individual. It's just kind of the music I listen to on a regular basis. Um, definitely hip hop is where I started. But if you listen to my music now, it's probably more geared towards like a singer songwriter genre. Yeah, you, right? got, a, you got like an, a mix, like a more, more flowy, I feel. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, rapping, really. No, I try to kind of steer away from that. That's kind of where I found my passion. But through that, it's just evolved into more melodies, more hooks. and oh, That's what I prefer to. Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. man. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, for sure. And when, when you're coming up with a hook and, and an emotion, how do you... Does the emotion drive the hook and like the flow of the melody yeah how like, does that how do you link that it's so hard to describe you'd have to be in my mind to yeah, really yeah. Kind of see it but uh yeah like really what comes to me is usually a theme so if i'm hearing a song and a beat it all starts with a beat and i build my song based on the emotion of the beat usually so if it's a dark gloomy vibe i mean i'm not going to talk about a happy-go-lucky topic right so the vibe of the beat and my personal vibe really kind of helps me structure my lyrics. And also, I mean, personal experience. You ever get in the studio and you don't come up with anything? You're just like, oh, oh there's always those nights. Yeah? Yeah, man. But, I mean, any day, I mean, you got to kind of work on your craft every day, yeah. right? Whether it's good or bad. You hear Drake talk about it all the time. Sometimes it's just not the night. But, I mean, just still put that work in, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. how many project total have you done, like, songs that you haven't released? Like, <laughs> Oh, it's got to be in the thousands. For yeah? Sure. Yeah, for sure. If not like tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah. I'm like in high school, I mean, we would be in the studio from like five o'clock till four in the morning, just making mixtapes in a night, probably. And that's just freestyling and getting better at the skill set. Now I spend a lot more time in like structure and formulation of the projects to really make it like a, a good piece of art. But uh, when, when, you, when you structure, like what's structure? You sit there like, hey, hook, verse. Yeah, I mean, not every song is the same. Maybe yeah. I'm going to start with like a, an intro or maybe I'm going to have a bridge in a song, which not every song has, mm -hmm. right? Which is kind of that lead from the chorus to that verse. Uh, so it really depends on the type of beat and that's what a structure would work into. So depending on if I'm going to go verse first or hook first or maybe I'm going to start with an intro, a skit, it all kind of depends. And how do you, I always hear skits and songs, like, what, what, where do they come from? Like, I think that's... How do you include them, and, like, what do they mean to you guys more so than, yeah. like, the listener? Yeah, I, I think the skits are, are definitely more uh, prevalent to the artist, because it's really coming from their own mind. Yeah. It's not always as relatable to the listener, per se. Um, and I think it mainly just stems from personal experience, trying to relate it to a larger audience, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I know what's his name has a ton of Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, I was thinking the yeah, same yeah, thing. Dude, yeah, yeah, like, every second scare, right? song. Yeah, scare. yeah. He, I actually like implement a lot of my like you know creativity through Tory Lanez. Like, he's I, I see the connection. Line. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Ever, do you ever watch his videos on uh, YouTube? For sure. Instagram man. Live. Yeah, definitely. Man, those are like crazy. Yeah, man. The nuggets in there are insane. But he like, does like he he goes for for those of you listening. He goes on for like an hour. And he shows the whole process. So he's like rolling up a blunt yeah. while he's listening to beats, you know, and he's like, okay, yeah, this is good. Yeah. Then he goes in the studio or in the booth and he literally 
writes the song there, like comes up with it on the spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. It's nuts. Yeah, I mean, if you look back to Tory Lanez, this guy's an incredible artist, right? You can see at 16 years old, him freestyling in front of like the Toronto malls and shit like that. So he's been, he's been in this game for many years. So that talent is just endless. Yeah, it takes a lot of work and like, you just hear it from you, like tens of thousands of, well, maybe up to 10,000 songs. Potentially, I haven't calculated it. But But even over a thousand, man, like that's like three years. If you do one a day for three years, that's, a thousand. Yeah, so exactly. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. Like in my <laughs> earlier years, I was probably doing multiple a day. These days, I'm probably not recording every day because there's other aspects of my career that I'm focusing course, yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else are you focusing on? I mean, definitely. I mean, in this digital world we're living in, social media is very important. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, digital marketing. Obviously, I mean, creating campaigns for my future releases and things like that. So uh, just always working on every aspect of my career, not just the music. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, take us through, like, when you're writing it. I'm just curious. When you're writing, everyone has their own. I watch a lot of interviews, too, on, like, different artists and stuff, and I think it's interesting. What's, like, Farshad's sitting in the booth about to write a song? Like, what's your, what do you do to get ready? What's my vibe? Get get into it. Like, do you have, like, your posse with you? Do you, like, do you get high before to get more creativity? Like, what's your your thing? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, like, recreational drugs definitely kind of help. Maybe streamline the process or open the box to different things I may not think of or even different ways of doing a song that I may not even think of. Uh, I actually prefer to record alone. It's just kind of a preference I have. Even when I'm in a larger studio, I keep the crowd very small, just my immediate crew, people that are helping. I don't like dead weight in the studio. That's just kind of the way I work. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, is there a reason for that, or just like? Well, I feel like if you're not if you're not if you're not helping with the process, it may take me off my game a little bit. And I like to have full focus, especially if I'm in a professional studio where I'm paying for hour for hour. I want to make the most of my time. Yeah, yeah. So I keep a very short crew or a limited crew. Uh, sometimes I'm smoking, sometimes I'm drinking, depending on the vibe, depending on the time. Uh, and yeah, I just kind of sit there and let the beat kind of speak to me. I'll probably listen to it. 50 60 times and just try to freestyle some ideas and then it just kind of builds and stems from there so you listen to it like 50 60 times like just sitting there yeah just like vibing out to it and then you're like yeah yeah i mean maybe it's not 50 60 sometimes i'll listen to it twice and yeah. i'll have an idea and i'll just hop on the mic and build from there um a lot of these days i mean i'm i'm writing afterwards but a lot of my process starts with a freestyle approach Cool. And yeah. just come up with like something that you're feeling right then and there. Yeah, I feel like that's the most natural way to make music because then it's a very unconscious approach, right? Uh, sorry, I should say conscious approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just kind of hopping into the booth and letting your, your feelings speak at that point. That's what you really need to do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what makes like a true song, you know? Yeah, I mean, there, I, there's been times when I've really tried to like write intricate bars and everything, but if you try to focus so much on one area of a song, the others usually lack. So I just like a more natural approach these days. Yeah. And what's your favorite part, the verses or the hooks? I like melodies and hooks, yeah. as you can probably yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, I uh, my it. verses is something where I've kind of tried to focus more on because uh, it's in something I want to improve on. But yeah, hooks is uh, something I love to do. So I write a lot of hooks for other people as well. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, you started, uh, actually, I want to ask this first. So my second favorite song, your, your Catching Fire, is Summer Vibe. Great. Yeah, great. so that's a sweet song. You have a nice video for it, too. Appreciate cool. that. Yeah, I shot it here in Sudbury, actually. Yeah, yeah, I could tell. That was awesome, man. Awesome. Um, it, when you write these, like, love songs, yeah. are they about a girl, a specific? I would say uh, to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my newer music... 
I wouldn't say it's related to one girl, but probably situations that I've gone through or seen people gone through. Uh, so I'm not always writing stuff from a first person perspective. Sometimes I'm writing it through experience that I've seen friends, families, or even individuals that I don't know go through. And I uh, just try to put that into music if I feel like it has a greater story that should be brought out to the world. Nice, nice. Yeah. So what's one of your songs that you wrote about a specific girl? <laughs> can I hear you? I'm trying to get you on this. Yeah, yeah. I would say Summer Vibe is probably like <laughs> yeah. geared towards a specific girl. Uh, let you go might have been one which was off catching fire yeah, yeah. Uh, i think we shared that with you yeah uh yeah you'll listen to a lot of my newer music uh and uh, a lot of that was made in a point in my life last year where i was going through a pretty tough breakup so you'll you'll, you'll notice it's a very emotional project it's probably the most personal music that i've ever created and a lot of personal stories are involved in it so yeah it's awesome yeah yeah so do you, so when you're going through this breakup I, I, i'm just curious <laughs> yeah yeah no problem I'm so you, so you go Right to the booth? I would say like during the process, a lot of ideas just started to spiral, right? And I didn't record right away. It probably took me a month or two to really get back into it. But a lot of ideas just through that process just kind of stuck with me. So when I went into the booth, I probably laid out in a week like 20 songs just kind of from ideas I had. And that just kind of is going to live on this new project I'm putting together. Oh, yeah? Is that that what we're going to do that? Yeah, most of it. So that song that we might play today... Uh, I won't say the name, yeah, but yeah. Uh, basically that's going to live on the project. That's probably one of the first songs that I did. We can't say the name? No, go ahead. Boom. I just wasn't sure if you wanted to release it yet. But yeah, definitely Boom yeah, is... Yeah, uh, what it's going to call. We're going to probably in, uh, I'll like cut it in, this, in a little bit there and we'll, cool. say, we'll insert it halfway through. Yeah, yeah. So Boom is... Uh, I would say that one isn't so much related to a specific person, but it's just around the idea of uh, per se disappointment and surprise uh, from a specific person. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, like, well, I guess might as well insert it here. Um, we'll just cut it. So, when you, so if you guys listen to this new single, this isn't hasn't heard been heard by anyone yet. So, boom, off your new album coming up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I got a new album that's gonna be releasing within the next month or so. Boom will be a lead single off of it, and I just recently released a single that will live on the tape as well. It's called No More. Available on all streaming platforms. Just look up for Farshad. Nice, nice. So, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Perfect.
Okay, we're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> um, that, that was an awesome song. Yeah. Um, listened to it a few times there when you sent it to me. Cool. I tried to pick between the two you sent me, but this yeah. I, I thought this one was higher energy, and I yeah I like both, but this one was uh, I connected to it a little bit more too, so I thought the listeners would like it as well. Cool, man. Glad you shared it. Yeah, the other one is definitely more of a, a low key vibe for sure. Yeah, I'd say yeah, that one's chill more vibe uh, and yeah, more storytelling. On yeah, that yeah, which is sure. awesome as well. Yeah, yeah. So back to um, so tell us about this breakup. <laughs> of course yeah. yeah so I don't know I was in a long term relationship found out I had an unfaithful partner which is always uh, disappointing right uh, yeah yeah so uh, yeah we got rid of that quick yeah good for you for sure I, I was watching this video and they were like do you think I forget who it was but they were saying do you think if someone is unfaithful it can make your relationship stronger I guess you just yeah I guess not. you can look both ways right because there's a lot of people that I think no I think absolutely personally. not I mean, right. I lost all respect for that person yeah, yeah. and from now and in the future, right? So it's not something I'll ever turn the page on. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's tough. Yeah, man. But you're making good music because of it. So that's right. You can that's say what thank you at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, breakups, if they lead to anything good, it's good music. Yeah, right? yeah. So for sure. That's awesome. So as an artist, like the lifestyle. Yeah. Like you obviously, you have to be more careful what you wear, like what you do in public like how, how, do, how do you feel about that like you have a certain do you feel like you have a certain persona you have to take care of I think a lot of artists do feel that way I personally think that's a facade I think you should be as natural as possible because people relate to your natural self rather than a persona you're trying to upkeep you see that a lot with artists these days those one hit wonders that really come out of nowhere they're here today and gone tomorrow right yeah. oh, and yeah. the main issue with that is they're not being their original self there's no authenticity they might have a quick song that's gonna hit the charts but what do they have next right they don't really have a story to tell and that's what I really try to implement in my music is my personal story. I think if you can keep it up too and show your how you evolve over time, I think that goes yeah, a long way. For sure. I think that's like one issue that I'm like little Wayne right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like forty, I think, or like something. Yeah, and he's, he's up there for sure. But he's still like Looks he like hasn't kid, grown yeah. up and he hasn't grown up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like you can't be doing mad drugs at 40 years old still agreed and he's agreed. always like oh i can't find love well it's because you're you're an idiot right now yeah <laughs> you're like you're still you haven't grown up at all yeah exactly but i think like that like then you look at jay-z you know then he's completely a yeah, he's a boss yeah he's a boss now you know 100%, he's like 100%. an adult that's the thing i feel like you see that a lot in hip-hop not so much other genres yeah where they feel like they have to keep up with those younger artists those yeah. older guys right but i mean at the end of the day they're a from a different generation. They're completely a different spectrum of the world and what they're doing is different. People love them for what they did, not for what these younger people are doing and yeah. trying to implement. Yeah, it's guys. true, it's true. So yeah, yeah, I don't fully agree with that. Uh, I'm, I mean, maybe obviously my earlier years, I was probably trying to keep up that persona. Yeah. But I, I dress naturally how I feel. This is if you're gonna find me on the street any day, I'll be looking the same as if I was going to a show. Yeah, oh really, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, definitely. So I have a bit more jewelry on. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Teeth in my I, mouth and stuff, but you never know. Yeah, the flex. Yeah, yeah, the flex. That's awesome. So, like, how many shows have you done, and and how how is it on stage? Like, do you get nervous? I blank out, man. I just kind of let things take me there. Uh, yeah, I, I get real amped up before the show, um, and yeah, I feel like I just kind of on stage. It just 
an outer body experience happens, you know? So, uh, yeah, I've done a number of shows. Like lately I've just really tried to kind of hone in on my craft in the mm -hmm. studio and really focus on this rebranding. But over the years, yeah, I've done countless shows, especially when I was living in Ottawa for school, me and my, me and my crew, uh, we were operating under a group called the Paperclick, and we were doing a lot of shows like for students at Ottawa U, at Carleton, uh, in the city, as well as some festivals as well. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. yeah. And what, like your first, do you remember your first ever show? My first ever show was actually in my hometown of Timmins. Yeah. For a number of years, we were doing shows there and events uh, until our group kind of dismantled. Um, but yeah, yeah, the first show I think I remember it was at uh, Amigos, which is uh, I think still open in Timmins. It's like a club bar, and it was it was pretty packed, man. A lot of a lot of support from the city at that time, so it was pretty fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Local yeah. Support. Yeah, definitely. It's always nice. And how how'd that feel? Like your first show. Great experience, man. Yeah. I mean, a lot, of, a bit of nerves. Um, I'm sure. Obviously, like anything, you're trying for the first time, but uh, it must have helped with your like click, though, right? It always helps when you're not yeah. alone, when you have people yeah. in your corner, right? Yeah. That's awesome, and yeah. and it successful. I would say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it anything you would have changed. There's always sorry. yeah. Oh, that's okay. It's yeah. happening away. Sorry, Victoria. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, uh, I would say there's always things I would change. Probably like uh, with comfortability level uh, maybe rehearsing more I mean in those stages you feel very confident like you don't need to prepare you're the be-all end-all when you're a, a young kid that's in that industry with a big ego you feel like you the world is yours right mm -hmm. and you don't need to improve on anything as I've grown up and matured I mean I look back at those situations and I think of if I was more prepared I mean maybe things would have changed for the future right but I don't dwell on that at the same time Interesting. Well, you always have to learn, and that's what you learn, right? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you're trying to be that, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to practice as much. Right. Kind of thing, right? Right. But then right, you right. realize, like, you do. <laughs> hey, man, the best. And you might as well practice. It'll make yeah. you even better. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You always need to practice. Lil Wayne practices rapping. I mean, Jay Z. You look at Sidney Crosby. He, they call him the one of the best, the greats, right? He's still practicing every day. So. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like practicing. Love it, man. Yeah. I got into this because of passion. It's not like it's a job to me, right? So it's something that I'll probably do till the day I die because I'm passionate about it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, you, so you were with the crew and you guys just split up to do your own thing? Yeah. Because like, like, I guess eventually. Yeah, I mean like things, it was always an idea of just kind of putting more power together and that's kind of why we formed the crew. In high school, we were a crew which kind of led into university. And as we got into a bigger city, more opportunities opened up for us individually as well as as a group. So we're still very close. Course, we work yeah. together all the time, but we're all more focused on our individual projects at this time. But a little treat for you. You may expect a new pay-per-click project in 2020. Oh, yeah? Yeah, absolutely, man. Another collab? Yeah, man. We have, we have so much music that we're sitting on, so, I mean, we don't want to let that go to waste. Well, even in yours and J. Cord's album, you guys feature on each other's albums, Of right? course, yeah. So, so you're still close, not like you uh, broke up because of fighting, right? No, not at no. all. We're all still very Which close. Which is awesome. We're all yeah, good yeah. Friends. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just got to do that. Everyone, everyone's... Yeah, you got to do what's best for you. Right? You can't just follow the, the same road, but... Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you're enjoying it, so now, you yeah, like... How often do you still get together? And you still have influences on each other? I would say so. I mean, we're always sending each other songs we're working on. Ruben does a lot of production these days, so he's more focused on his producing rather than artistry. Mm -hmm. So he sends me a lot of beats. I record a lot over his content as well as J-Cord does. I was going to ask you where you get your beats and yeah. how that process 
Yeah, so I work with a few like main producers uh, that I've just built over my networks. Um, some that are in Toronto, some that are local, uh, mainly Ruben, and uh, an artist, a uh, producer named Forlack. He's based out of Toronto. He's a young kid. Forlack. Yeah, yeah, Forlack. Interesting. Like six lakh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wonder where he got that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's like a young kid. Still, I think he's still yeah. in high school. But he makes amazing beats, really talented, and can really put together any idea that I'm thinking of into an electronic form. So yeah, he's fantastic, man. Wow, that's talented. Yeah, so you'll hear a lot of him on my previous project as well as this new project along with Ruben. Those are kind of the two key players I work with along with some some producers that are more prominent in the, in the industry uh, on the internet as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I, I should have asked this earlier and I completely forgot to bring it up, but you, you changed names. I did. And why did you change names? Yeah, so I, I was, kept asking you and you're like, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you on the podcast. I'm I like, okay, I'm stoked to hear. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was a long time coming yeah. for us to have this chat. Yeah. So uh, basically, I was working under the artist named Sire. That's yeah. a name that I kind of came up with my friends in high school. Fit close to home at that time for what I was really doing. But like I said, as I've matured in my artistry. So I, why, why was it Sire? Can you, what's the story behind that one? Yeah, I mean, I think it was just a, a cool name we came up with. Yeah. To be honest, there's no real logic behind it. Um, we, we have always thought of some cool ways to spin it off, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be honest with you, it was just a cool name we came up with. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, like Sire, you know, the, the, mo- the moniker behind it, it's typically like a respected individual in, in like olden days. So like they'd call it like a king or a, a leader sire. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of the approach we went with and added the money sign to kind of instill like that approach of going to get it. Successful and yeah, working success. hard. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. But then leading forward, I mean, this year, I've given it a lot of thought over the last few years, like what I wanted to do going forward and where my music was headed. And Farshad, it's actually my middle name. So it's something that really fits close to home as a lot of my new music is very personal and and not so much related to rap, but more so in that singer songwriter Mm -hmm. genre. So it's just something that fits close to home and it was due time. And, and what was the process of deciding you needed to switch? Like, is there a reason that you decided to switch? Uh, not ex- I mean, once again, I feel like it just felt closer to home. It just made more sense. Yeah. yeah. Sire just didn't kind of sit well with me and I didn't feel as confident, like releasing under that name anymore. Yeah. I'm happy with everything I did there, but I feel like it's just time for something fresh. It was a new year. So good timing. Yeah. I like the vibe and everything on your, so what's your Instagram for people to, yeah. So all my social media is who is Farshad. So W H O I S F A R S H A D. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat for the females. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I'm all we'll over t- the place. We'll tag you on everything. Exclusive content on the Snapchat. Yeah, you'll probably find. <laughs> yeah, my private Snapchat. A, a, lot of, a lot of people do that now. They have like this exclusive thing that's going on. I don't even know what it is, but yeah, guys do that too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think so. Jeez, yeah, I'm not on that realm. Okay, yeah, okay, not yet. Okay, no, you Sorry, can get ladies. my music on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can get, you can still download your Catching Fire album. Yeah, yeah. Everything from Sire is still readily available. I yeah. still have my YouTube page, all my all my platforms. I'm not so, decided not to take it off. But yeah. Like, oh, Okay. dropping anything under there anymore. no no good don't take yeah. it off yeah because yeah. yeah. it's why would you yeah man it's uh it's a point in my life that i'd like to look back on at some there's point. is there some like if you don't take it off is there still a way to like have it associated to your new name as well not necessarily so like the way that all these platforms work is you you do it based off an artist name so you can't link it to artist names unless you have featured products like uh, if I'm featured on a song Sire to Farshad, which would never happen, mm-hmm. uh, that's the only that'd way to get Yeah, that'd be real weird. 
be a mind fuck. You should do sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Multiple yeah. personalities. You That'd be yeah. cool. My alter ego. Yeah. yeah. The younger you, older you. Who knows, <laughs> man? Maybe the alter ego of Sarah will come over yeah. one day. You never know if I'm feeling a little rambunctious. You never yeah. know. <laughs> younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So, Farshad from now on. Farshad from now on. But yeah. still go download Catching Fire. Yeah, man. Check out Sire's music. Some great content. I've been dropping for a number of years under that, but a lot of newer and I would say better content. Coming SoundCloud out. too? SoundCloud, yeah. SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. And how many videos do you have out now? I don't know. Probably like, I, I don't want to say 10. I've, re- I've deleted a few of my older ones oh, yeah? just to kind of like clean things up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, probably closer to like eight or 10. I don't really yeah, know the sweet. number right now. Yeah. I remember the last couple. Those yeah, pretty awesome. So how's that process of filming? Love it, man. Love it. Uh, I always like doing music videos. It kind of puts a, just more of a, a story behind the song, right? And I really like take a hands-on approach to my videos and create that's gonna, yeah, are, are you, yeah, so are you the like direct, maybe not director, but you're the creator of like the Yeah, I'm usually, scenes I'm usually yeah, like creatively directing the okay. entire idea. I'm creating usually like the, the theme and like obviously the treatment for the video. But I work with some 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 talented people that usually assist. I'm not the one shooting it or editing it, but I'm kind of coming up with that initial idea. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how, how do you get the people involved or the girls, the ladies involved? Because you got a few ladies in your videos. I do, I do. Yeah, man. So over the years, I mean, I've just developed uh, relationships with certain like talent agencies, uh, casting directors, as well as models as well. So a lot of them are just sometimes friends, models, or uh, through casting agency models as well. Oh, really? So yeah. you just hire them and they... Yeah. Or... Most of the time it's not me, so I have a video director that I typically work with for a lot of my videos, yeah. uh, and usually they handle everything from location, uh, props and scenes to casting. Would you ever do a video, say it was like a love song? Okay, okay. <laughs> Would you ever do it with your significant other, your, like your girlfriend? I've done that before. Well, have you? Uh, with an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And it got deleted, obviously, uh, as of late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, I've done it before. It's probably something I won't do in the future, uh, seeing what the outcome is. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, because if like something happens there, but yeah, yeah, you have like, yeah. that reminder all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But it happens, man. It's hard at the yeah, end yeah. of the day. So do you have any shows coming up? Uh, no, not Lately, I'm just kind of been focusing on yeah. getting my project out, really rebranding this year. I'll probably focus on doing some shows more towards the summer. So, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Check out my website for all the updates. Oh, well, yeah. What's the website? So, whoisfarshot.com. I try to keep everything yeah, simple. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. You have anything else you want people to know about you or uh, anything upcoming? Yeah, I'm dropping a song on Valentine's Day called I Tried. Be sure to check that one out. Okay. Uh, Who's this about? Uh, so I actually, <laughs> yeah, so we'll find out once the song drops, okay, okay, so I'll okay. keep it, I'll keep it very limited, yeah, but yeah. yeah, new project coming out soon. Uh, be sure to check out my brothers, Jay Cord and Ruben Ocean online. And, uh, yeah, if you want to hear some more up-tempo music, check out the paperclick as well. Yeah. And you got, you got some swag too for, yeah, man, we got merch under the paperclick. Uh, so we got a full line of clothing there. I'll be releasing some more, uh, far shot merch going forward once I drop my project, which will come out close to, uh, the end of Q1. That's awesome. Yeah, man. And Farshad, what does that mean? Do so, you know? I really don't know. I'm Persian, so like my, my dad's originally born and raised in Tehran, Iran. And wow. so that middle name is Farsi. Yeah. Just like I have some tattoos that are in Farsi as well. Oh, okay, I was going to want to ask that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And like your name on Instagram, I know is different a little bit. Yeah, so that's just the Farshad yeah. in Persian or Farsi. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. yeah. I'm trying to really implement that culture aspect into my music. 
That's awesome. Yeah, man. Right on. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys today. Um, thanks for coming in, Farshad. That's awesome, bro. Appreciate it, man. Thanks it was a good for time. Me. Good to hear your process and everything. So For sure, man. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, like, subscribe. really helps because I'm having a lot of fun doing this and meeting passionate people. And Yeah, so thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for coming again. Appreciate it, man.